I just want to introduce this man. He's as toxic as Andrew Tate. It's Mr. Rob Motherfucking Fortune. Thank you for that introduction. Now I'd like to introduce <laughs> this man. They call him the Exxon Valdez of Spilling Seed because he's having a baby one more time. It's oh! Father Jomo. Oh! <laughs> or I should probably play this sound. <laughs> no 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 that's awesome no i if i'm having another kid it's one i don't know so uh um yeah it's probably with that anyway <laughs> but thank you how you doing rob good 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 to good to hear man um moving on uh i just got to say this i, I got to introduce a great guy uh he looks at caitlin jenner and says i want to be with you it's mr jack falcon Yo. Yo, the soundboard is going to get so abused. Yeah, it's getting super abused right now. I got it like I'm dedicated open right now. But um, what's up, though? What you, what I just you opened this. Polar? It's a, it's a spin drift. But I opened it and it shot all over the screen. I was going to make a joke about like the Spice Girls videos and shooting on the screen. But true. I didn't really have anything for it. Yeah. You said it all. <laughs> shot shot at the, the screen a couple times this week. Dirty and uh, a couple of the Spice Girls videos. Bro, dirty? Like, I had to like... Like, Unreal. I, I went back to like 16 year old self, bro. I was like, God damn. I wonder what her asshole smells like. So, one of the times I was watching a Britney Spears video, I told, like, I'm watching it with Becca. I'm like, God damn, Britney Spears is so hot. It was from like Baby One More Time. And Becca's like, she's like, she's 16. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. But like, I was 16 or whatever, whatever, however old we were, like, when, when it came out, fucking 13 or whatever. So, is, is, I don't know. Is that weird? No, she, just tell her to stop being a jealous uh, fucking lady. Yeah. Like, just, just there's no reason for this. Are we ready to talk yeah, about in call. the news? In the news? In the news? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah, not, yeah. we're, not, yeah. we're not doing fuck Mary Kill anymore um, right. because we're responsible, respectable men. Uh, at least two of you are. Um, mm -hmm. In the news, Hawaii is burning down. Uh, fuck them. Who cares? Uh, don't give a fuck about Hawaii. <laughs> um, it, it is what it is. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, it Rob didn't find that funny. Uh, and America <laughs> is still full of shit and retards. Um, thank you for everything. All right. What are we talking about today? What a great news segment, Jomo. He's <laughs> great. Uh, classy. <laughs> We're talking about some female boxing news today. Uh, we are talking about Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Mandy Moore, and the Spice Girls. <clears throat> So, yeah, um, we're just pretty much doing their greatest hits uh, as kind of some of them. They didn't really put out a lot of material anyway, um, but we're just going to be talking or whatever you want to talk about. I don't give two shits. You want to talk about metal versions? Rob was talking about he was listening to some of the later Christina Aguilera stuff where she was doing Spanish music, whatever. I don't give a shit. Whatever got you guys through the week so we can discuss it works for me. I don't care. Sounds good. I have the oh. wheel if you guys want to spill, uh, spin it. Meatspill.com. Meatspill.com. All right, it's spinning, baby. It's spinning, baby. No, this wouldn't be meat spin. This is all ladies. Oh, okay. Yeah. God damn it. Jizzspill.com. All right. 
Excellent one, Rob. Uh, Atlanta, Britney Spears, sorry. The, the, this thing still makes fucking, it like blows my eardrums out every time it picks one. Uh, okay, so we're talking about Britney Spears first. I'm going to drop the artwork, her greatest hits artwork. Mm, solid. Which is the hottest. I mean, look at that. Yeah. You think she bleaches her asshole? Um, I don't know. I there she like showed off her titties recently, and everything looked <laughs> looked like it was where it was supposed to be. So maybe I don't know. What? Britney's what? what's up? But what's why up? show them off when um you know you already had kids? Like they're they're down more. They're sagging. You know what it is? Yeah. Shut up! Bitch. I don't know. <laughs> there's still like like there's not a market for it. There's tits. There's a market for it. So yeah. So Britney Spears has had a bunch of records. Uh, She had Baby One More Time in 1999, which went 14 times platinum. Uh, Oops, I Did It Again in 2000, which went diamond. Britney in 2001, which went four times platinum. In the Zone in 2003, which went two times platinum. Uh, Up to that is where the first greatest hits uh, comes in. 2007, she had a record called Blackout. Uh, 2008, she had Circus. 2011, she had Femme Fatale. All three of those went platinum. Uh, 2013, she had Britney Jean, which went gold. And her most recent one was in 2016 called Glory. Cool. Uh, and, and her, yeah. And her greatest hits is called My Prerogative, which I kept thinking was misspelled. Oh my but God. But the word is, the word is prerogative, apparently. Oh. That's some Mandela effect bullshit because I mm. would have thought it was just prerogative, but okay. I am also like uneducated swine or whatever <laughs> Becca calls me all the time. Uh, so anyway, Britney Spears' greatest hits is a 17, 17 track compilation record released in 2004, coming just over 60 minutes long and reached number four on the U.S. Billboard 200 charts, becoming Spears' first album not to hit number one. <clears throat> Uh, the compilation is mostly a collection of hits from 1999's Baby One More Time, 2000's Oops, I Did It Again, 2001's Britney, and 2003's In The Zone. Released in the midst of Britney's hiatus, the My Prerogative includes three new tracks, a cover of Bobby Brown's My Prerogative, uh, Do Something, and I've Just Begun Having My Fun, which was previously included on the International Edition's bonus disc of 2004's video album In The Zone. My Prerogative was released in two <laughs> different editions, Standard and Limited, with the latter containing a bonus disc with remixes. In 1997, 15-year-old Spears signed a record deal with Jive Records after plans for her to join the girl group Innocence fell through. Her debut single, Baby One More Time, was released in September 1998, peaking on top of the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and almost everywhere it charted. Her debut studio album of the same title was released in January 1999 and made Spears the first artist in history to have their debut single and debut album simultaneously top the Billboard 100 and Billboard 200, respectively. It was followed by Oops, I Did It Again in May 2000, which debuted atop the U.S. Billboard 200 and registered the highest first week sales for a female artist at the time, selling over 1.3 million copies in its first week. Both albums were eventually certified diamond by the Recording Industry Association of America and became two of the best-selling albums of all time. Spears' subsequent studio albums, 2001's Britney and 2003's In the Zone, both debuted atop the U.S. Billboard 200 as well, albeit selling slower than their predecessors. Regardless, both received multi-platinum certifications from the RIAA and made Spears the second female artist after Janet Jackson to have four consecutive U.S. number one albums. In the zone produced Toxic, Spears' most commercially successful single since Oops, I Did It Again, uh, which won her her first Grammy for Best 
dance recording in 2005. The Onyx Hotel tour in support of In the Zone was abruptly canceled in June 2004 following a knee injury while filming the music video for Outrageous, uh, the final single from In the Zone. During the tour, Spears began a relationship with American dancer Kevin Federline. You remember him, Jomo? That motherfucker, man. He he gained. He was, he was he a rapper gained, at one point. He yeah, rapper. We'll, <laughs> we'll lose that as a as a loose term, but all right. Yeah. Uh, the couple became engaged in July and got married in September 2004. Within that period, Spears embarked on a prolonged hiatus from performing, both due to injury and to start a family. She wouldn't release another studio album until 2007's Blackout. Often referred to as the Princess of Pop, she is credited with influencing the revival of teen pop during the late 1990s and early 2000s. Spears had sold over 100 million records worldwide, including over 70 million in the United States, making her one of the world's best-selling music artists. She has earned numerous awards and accolades, including a Grammy Award, 15 Guinness World Records, 6 MTV Music Video Awards, 7 Billboard Music Awards, an inaugural Radio Disney Icon Award, and a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Her heavily choreographed videos earned her the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. Rob, what do you think of Britney Spears? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed listening to Turnstile this week because I do <laughs> not like this genre of music. Uh, but, uh, so when I give these n- number one through four, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. But like. To me, these these four are kind of similar to me. It's not my genre, whatever. I'll, I'll give Britney number two for the week. I don't know. Yeah, my my issue with this like kind of music is it's marketed at people who haven't heard music. It's either like twelve uh, year old girls, uh, or it's like horny men who don't give a fuck about music. Mm. Uh, you can put this on MTV with you can mute it and you're watching like uh, softcore porn and like you know these these are these are like women between the ages of you know uh, maybe maybe uh, you know maybe even younger than 18 up to 24 that's one thing that's brutal about America is like your career can be uh, ended by the time you're 24 because you're too old uh, at, at that point uh, not my opinion it's just like you know thing something I've heard but yeah like uh, uh, I don't know. So, so Brittany, I don't, I don't. Yeah. So th- this, this, this genre of music. Okay. So like the, the, the 99 era of Brittany, you got like a bunch of keyboards is not really like guitars really it, So it kind of reminds me of like in sync, but female, uh, a little bit of like Michael Jackson, like uh, whiff in there, like uh, cheesy keyboards and, um, and, and all four of these singers, well, you know, all four of these groups have phenomenal voices. And I think this is kind of before auto-tune. So they're talented people. They, they're, you know, and that's reflected in the, the way that they uh, r- record their music. Like, it's, it's vocals all the way fucking up. And, like, all the instrumentals are, like, way quiet because you don't, like, uh, I don't know. That, that, that says a lot about who you're marketing towards. It's like... Uh, um, you know, you, you're not you're not you're not uh, marketing towards music nerds. You're, you're marketing to people who who don't give a fuck. Uh, but yeah, it's in like I swear, baby, one more time is the same fucking song as Oops, I did it again. I mean, it it, it isn't, but like uh, on some level, I swear it has the same chord progression, tempo, whatever. I don't. But yeah, and then um, the next iteration of Britney, Toxic. Like I know I have a lot of 
like friends or whatever who like uh, sing that song, like think it's awesome. I do think that's a better iteration of Britney. So, so if the, if the previous iteration is NSYNC but female, Toxic feels a little more unique somehow. It does feel like there's a little more personality there. I don't know. It, it, I just maybe I fucking hate that like '98 era pop music something or other. I don't know, but I I do feel like Toxic is. Uh, her best song in the best era, Britney. I think there were some other songs from that era that I kind of liked, but uh, yeah. And uh, what you said about uh, Toxic being her biggest song is still true on Spotify. That song has over a billion plays, which is like uh, way above uh, her, her other songs there. So what else did I want to say about Britney? I think um, Britney continued to have the most controversy and stay in the news. And that's like for better or for worse. Uh, like when Michael Jackson stayed in, you know, when, like when Michael Jackson was past his prime or whatever, he kept getting in trouble. You might say that Michael Jackson uh, needed to get attention, no matter if it was good attention or bad attention. I don't know that that happened. I don't know a ton about Britney. I don't really know that she was doing it to get attention. I think that just um, there were people after her, and they didn't. She didn't know what to do about it. I, you know, I think her whole thing where she shaved her head and like smashed cars or whatever. I think that was because fame is fucking toxic as hell, and that sort of thing will happen to to people. So um, I don't. I don't know. I uh, I uh, I'm giving her second place for the week. That's it. Yeah, Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera were both part of the Mickey Mouse Club, which means they were. When they were young, which means they were probably around a bunch of fucking old creeps. And then they were uh, like front women singers doing whatever they're doing here. Also very young. So I would not be surprised if both of them had been abused at some point along the, the way. And then, yeah, they went mental. Um, she did have a breakdown. I don't really remember exactly what happened. Uh, she did shave her head at one point. Um, the thing about Britney Spears is like there are some acts that were big in the 90s or the 80s and they could come back today like Guns N' Roses when they did it. They, their tour that they wanted, the Not In This Lifetime tour is like the third highest grossing tour of all time. Mm -hmm. So like that was a band that was able to come back so because because well i mean it made the money i didn't make that up but like they were able to come back because people loved them from a lot of times it's like you kind of were only around for a little time but people want you to come back <clears throat> you know the band winger the the band that like no one gave a shit about because they got memed on beavis and butthead like way back in the day so they got like like nobody cared about them and they made fun of them sure I don't think that that band could come back and anyone would give a shit. You know what I mean? Mm. They could come back like we're doing a reunion tour and no one would care. Britney Spears could come back right now and I would not be surprised if it was the most profitable fucking tour of all time. Britney Spears could do it with Christina Aguilera. They could even fucking do some shit with NSYNC, whatever. That, this era of music, I think could come back and be gigantic. Like these people specifically, not just random people or people now doing this. But Britney Spears is still like a marketable name. She had a comeback where she, the intro to one of her songs was like, it's Britney, bitch. And that got memed and everything, like in a good way. I think that did a lot for her to show that she wasn't just like a childhood star or whatever anymore. She, she was grown up and could do whatever she wanted. Uh, I think Britney is my favorite of the week. Like she has so many hits that there are hits left off of her greatest hits. There was a song, Don't Let Me Be the Last to Know, not saying whether it's good or bad, but it is a hit that she had. And it's not even here because like the fucking CD's full of everything else that's on here. 
Um, it is on the Jap the Australian, the Japanese, and the UK versions. So all of these greatest hits, depending on like where they were released, have kind of like different orders and collections of songs on them. Uh, she got bangers, like Rob said, Toxic. I'm awarding that song straight up eternal banger. Uh, it has this great electronic uh, melody that you know the second it starts. Uh, I'm a slave for you. I'm saying that's banger. Oops, I did it again. Banger. Baby, one more time. Banger. She does have shitters. Like with Christina Aguilera, I don't hate a bunch of her songs. I will call some of them lame. But like with Britney Spears, Lucky, I'm calling that song a shitter. Uh, garbage. And then there's a song, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. I'm also considering that song a shitter. Now, the thing about that song is some 55-year-old dude wrote it. We all fucking know that. And um, they said, okay, they went to some 55-year-old guy and they said, look, the tweens are falling out of love with Britney Spears. How do we get them back in? Write the song about them. Not a girl, not a woman. Oh, she wrote it. She's talking to me, all this bullshit. Get them right back in. Like, I would rather listen to Britney Spears' shitty version of I Love Rock and Roll over the I'm Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman song. That song is straight-up shitter material. Anyway, um, I, I I like her greatest hits because it is structured more to flow, almost like a show. If you look, go, if you look at Christina Aguilera's or Mandy Moore, their greatest hits are kind of in order of when the songs came out, and they could flow in there even though they're just kind of plucked from CDs. Not You know, like the whole album isn't on there. This is kind of more organ, like not organized, but like reorganized to be like, like retract to flow. And it actually kind of feels kind of part like a, like a show. I would go see Britney Spears in concert. I would, if this, if this record was the track list, I would go see it. Um, I like Britney Spears. I, I don't, I'm not in love with this music. It will never be my favorite genre of it, of music, but I don't know. I was all in on on the whole pop thing this week, and Britney Spears my favorite. And I think, like I said, if she were to come back, uh, people would be crying and and selling out every show that she had. Uh, Jumbo, what do you think about Britney? Shut up, bitch! <laughs> uh, first off, uh, gotta love uh, the trash pop queen of the South. Um, she is no midwit riff queen like I think Christina Aguilera is. Christina Aguilera has the killer midriff uh, for sure. Uh, she's the, the better of them too. But she looks like, if you look at that cover uh, on, on Greatest Hits, man, holy shit. Yeah. She looks like the spokesperson for like every dumb bitch at 16 and pregnant. Like it's just, it's just terrible looking. She looks just horrible, man. She looks like she's just about ready to give up and I'm waiting for the, you know what deletion. Okay. Um, that's, I want things I want to talk about. Things I want to talk about. Um, yeah, I agree with Rob on this one, man. Huge, huge issue that I had with this week, which listening specifically to Britney Spears is that Britney just, just it's, it's everything sounds the same to me. It's mashed up. It's all insecurity. It's all playing on her sexuality. And then she just hit rock bottom, which I loved every minute of. It's just like, thank you for the meltdown, shaving her head, her, you know, being under uh, conservatorship, whatever. She wasn't like in control of her own money or anything like that. Like she got fucked over pretty bad, man. But she, the, the, the dumb thing is, she just like gave up her life to marry a fucking backup dancer. The dude, either the dude has a fucking horse cock um, and knows what to do with it, or she's just dumber than a bag of doornails. Like, it's just fucking <laughs> like, it's just bad. And 
when she lost her goddamn mind on these TikTok reels and, you know, dancing and like do, doing all this shit to try to like relive her moment, um, someone should just tell her you can't do that anymore. You're, you're, the value of you is not the same anymore. You can't treat 40 year oldness the same as 19 year oldness. It's not the same thing. So, Brittany, please just, you know, for, for, I, I, and I don't want her to die, man, because she has, you know, sons. She's got a family. I, I want the best for her. But um, I just I just want people to just, you know, leave her alone. Just leave Britney alone. Leave Britney alone. That's mm. it. Are you just waiting to use that? Um, do you think do you think Kevin Federline has a huge cock? Bro, either that he, either he's got like this fucking like unreasonable Johnny Sins cock or <laughs> he's. He knows how to game the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He knows how to mm-hmm. sell her the dream about how, how much of a fucking loser <laughs> can be with someone so much as a winner as Britney is. Like, that dude's got some serious confidence and um, mad respect to him. And he really fucked over, man. How does he get... he? This motherfucker gets alimony and child support, man. You, 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 know, you know he gained the game really good. But it is what it oh, is. Oh, she's paying him? Yeah, <laughs> she's paying him fucking alimony and child support. <laughs> Oh damn! No, I didn't know that. This is a giant cock. <laughs> anyway, there's this, there's a song on here, "Me Against the Music," that apparently has Madonna on it. I would never even have realized that was Madonna. Like, yo, bitch, drop your name in the song. We all know Lil John, right? That's his name, right? Who says his name like fifty times in the song? Like, right. do that. Anyone who's a rapper, anyone who's guesting, drop it. She even like says Britney's name, and Britney doesn't say her name one fucking time. Anyway. Uh, I could see that song fucking being huge in the club. A um, couple songs like that. Uh, there's another song. There's so two of her hits that I think are kind of Garbo, uh, Stronger, and Every Time. I'm giving them a pass because I, I can see, again, first of all, this actually being like a show. So there's songs where like dynamically will go down and dynamically they come back up. Um, oh, yeah. And it's funny that like Baby One More Time is two notes, right? Like the the main thing that starts the song off it's two notes and there's three well there's two different notes played but there's three notes played that make that little riff or whatever you want to call it right like those three fucking things alone started this chick's entire fucking career and uh that video is also still awesome the one where she's in school and then uh she has a song you drive me crazy which is from a movie with melissa joan hart i've been watching sabrina uh, the TV show, the movie kind of sucks balls. The TV show is like they took the good parts of the movie, threw all the rest of it uh, like into the Mariana Trench, and then uh, kind of wrote a whole new thing, uh, taking, replacing all the shit parts with the good parts. Anyway, it's funny. It's good. Salem's awesome. He's best character in the show. So yeah, Britney's great. Uh, I'm a fan. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I'm in on Britney Spears. Anything else anyone wants to say before we read some YouTube comments? No. Wait. I do. What's up? Oh. <laughs> Uh, all right first her music was never about money it was what it was her way of expressing herself and how she feels uh it's what she was born to do oh Oh, her music was about money to the 55 year old guys who were writing it uh next one i'm not even a pop listener but this woman is a legend next time it amazes me about britney what amazes me about britney is how effortlessly she's able to completely embody the feel of every song whether it's sexy sensuous sweet bold strong energetic sad or dark and creepy uh, next one says, I miss the days when Britney was the biggest pop star in the world. And lastly, this is what I listen to when I'm at my lowest. Thank you, Britney. Yeah, she got shit tons of fans, man. All right, we ready to spin the wheel? Yeah. 
Let's spin this motherfucker. Got to get that sound bite in there for meat spin. You spin me right. Get that shit in there. I got to do yeah. that. Put it, put it on the Ooh. list. I know. I know. I'm getting it there. I'll get it. Right, what do we got? Okay. It's Christina Aguilera. Oh, Jesus Christ. Should do, hang on. All right. What's up? Dude, the music blasted my fucking headphones. What's up? You better shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Christina Aguilera has also had a shit ton of records. She's actually still going. Uh, She had her self-titled album in 1999, which went eight times platinum. Uh, Me Reflejo in 2000, which went six times platinum. My Kind of Christmas in 2000, which went platinum. She's the only one of these four who had a Christmas record. I think last time it was everybody. Uh, stripped in 2002, which went five times platinum. Back to Basics in 2006, which went two times platinum. Uh, Bionic in 2010, which went gold. Lotus in 2012, which went gold. Liber, uh, Liberation in 2018, which I don't know what it sold. And then Aguilera in 2022. Her greatest hits is called Keeps Getting Better, A Decade of Hits. And it was released in 2008. Uh, it's a 14-track record compilation Released in 2008, coming just over 54 minutes long. Uh, released exclusively at Target and reached number nine on the U.S. Billboard 200 charts. The compilation is mostly a collection of hits from 1999's Christina Aguilera, 2000's Mi Reflejo, uh, 2002's Stripped, and 2006 Back to Basics. A decade of hits also features four additional songs, two remakes of her previous singles, Genie in a Bottle and Beautiful, and two original songs, Keep Getting Better and Dynamite. Despite the international version containing Lady Marmalade from the 2001 film Mulan Rouge, there's no release containing Reflection from the 1998 Disney animated film Mulan. uh, Aguilera rose to fame in 1999 with her self-titled debut album. Its singles Genie in a Bottle, What a Girl Wants, and Come On Over Baby, All I Want Is You reached uh, the top of the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, and Aguilera won the Grammy Award for Best New Artist. She found continued success uh, with uh, Mi Reflejo uh, Strip and the commercially acclaimed Back to Basics. The latter two constituted a departure from her teen idol image, with Stripped becoming one of the best-selling albums of the 21st century. She also amassed numerous international hits, including her fourth Billboard Hot 100 a single, Lady Marmalade, as well as Beautiful, Dirty, Can't Hold Us Down, Fighter, Ain't No Other Man, and Hurt. Throughout the 2010s, Aguilera was also featured on other successful singles, Pitbull's 2013 hit, Feel This Moment, a Great Big World's 2000 hit, Say Something, and uh, Maroon 5's 2011 hit, Moves Like Jagger. The later, uh, excuse me, the Ugh. latter reached number one on the, the Billboard Hot 100, making her the eighth artist to reach the top spot over three decades. Christina was a cast member of the television show The All New Mickey Mouse Club. As a child, she recorded Reflection. Uh, the theme for the 1998 animated film Mulan and later re-recorded it for the 2020 live action remake. In 2019, her contributions to the Walt Disney Company, uh, for her contributions to the Walt Disney Company, Aguilera was honored as a Disney legend. In 2010, she starred in Burlesque and contributed to its soundtrack. Her subsequent ventures included a role in the TV series Nashville and the films The The Emoji Movie and Zoe, as well as a coach on the reality competition show The Voice from 2011 to 2016. Aguilera is one of the best-selling musical artists of all time, with estimated sales of over 100 million records sold worldwide. Considered a pop culture icon and a triple threat entertainer, she has been named one of the greatest vocalists ever. Her accolades include five Grammy Awards, two Latin Grammy Awards, six Alma Awards, two MTV Music Awards, 
one Billboard Music Award, one Guinness World Record, and a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Jomo, what do you think? Who, what do you think of uh, Christina Aguilera? That's what I. That's what I think. Holy shit, she's fucking just like. Uh, dude, it, it brought back a lot of memories. I'm actually glad you included Christina this week because she, out of all the singers this week, she has to be the most hottest for me and the most fuckable of the week. I mean, I wish we did fuck, Mary kill because she would be on like, uh, you know, I would do all three. You know, I'd fuck her, then I'd marry her, then when she's getting annoying, bye-bye. It's, it's time to go home, you know? Um, I just, like... I just, it brought back so many memories, like, looking at this girl. Like, I remember, like, when, I can tell you the moment where I fell in love with this singer. It's like, when she's singing that song, uh, Come On Over, it's just like, Jesus Christ, bro. It's just like, she's just so, like, talented, really. Like, she's got an amazing vocal range, uh, stunning. Uh, She's quite the looker. Now she ate too much churros, but um, (laughs) she's looking a little thick and not the TC's thick. She's looking a little, like, you know... Might want to lay off the gluten, sweetheart. Um, it, it's pretty bad. But I remember like watching Dirty, uh, the music video, and this is like, I, I I literally almost jerked off the first time I saw. I was like, oh my god, like this this is, this is just it's too much, man. It's too much. It's too hot. And um, it it also brought me back to the memory of when I would like cover up my boners in high school. Um, thank you, tr- <laughs> <laughs> fucking trusted history book, man. I I remember I had this thick ass <laughs> history book, man, and. <laughs> Old faithful, <laughs> and I was just I would they're like like I, my friends were looking at me like what, what's going on, bro? We don't have history class coming up. I was like, oh, I just I like carrying it, <laughs> like I'm working I'm working out this arm, you know, just cover, covering up yeah. this fucking no reason boner. But it was just mm-hmm. like I think she is by far the most talented, and I don't know if she's like that commercially successful over Britney. Um, I'd have to look at the numbers again and see how much money their, their net worth is and all that shit. But she, to me, man, like amazing vocal range. Uh, she was a stunner. I use it was, that's important to remember that. And, um, she's just amazing. Like I, I'd want to like fucking eat Cheerios out of her asshole. Like that's how gorgeous I think she is. Not, not, not now. (laughs) She is that hot. Not now though. Not now. Now she's 42. Her value has dropped significantly like a used (laughs) car. It's just, it's, it's not good, man. Trade it in, bro. It's time to lease. It's time to lease. Let's start leasing. All right. But uh, I would say that like all of her hits, man, like fucking, it's just, it's just too much, but dirty, dirty. Fuck me up, bro. I might have to go to the bathroom after this. Yeah, nice. dirty, uh, dirty is a music video that I still can't like. When I see it today, I can't believe it was on television in two thousand and three or whenever it came out. Um, so, so when I was looking up, when I was reading about dirty Jomo, there is so there's a there's a picture of a scene of a dance move being performed in the video dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's credited as being created or originated from that video. It's a move that Christina Aguilera does. It is called the slut drop. What do you think about that name for a dance move? I, I, <laughs> I like slut. I like banging whores and I like slut drops. Fucking it says amazing. it later became, it later became popular among contemporary female artists. Nice. Anyway, that name is amazing. That video is amazing. Like, I don't know. Every time I see it, I'm like, this shit gives me hope for humanity because like back in the day, pe- like people in the nineties were fucked or even two thousands were like prude as shit. 
right? So when I see Dirty, I'm like, God damn. Like, when Jomo says he almost jerked off to Dirty, you could. One of my buddies said he didn't have access to porn when he was younger. So, like, when the Jay-Z video would come on, he would jerk off to it. Oh, yeah. So it's like, yeah, you could definitely beat off to the Dirty video. Um, but I'm going to say I'm giving that song uh, Eternal Banger status and the video, both of them together. Uh, so she had her first big hit was like genie in a bottle. Everybody knows the song. I'm not going to call that song a banger. Like, I don't think it's that good, but there is a, uh, a, a, um, what do you call it? A fucking remake cover, whatever of, of, uh, genie in the bottle on, on this, uh, fucking greatest hits called genie 2.0, which I love. I posted it yesterday. I was listening to it last night, like when it was dark and everything, it was like midnight. It's like this dark electronic eighties version of the song. And I think it's fucking great. I would play that song live. I think like that version is awesome. So oh, one of the things I wanted to bring up is when it comes to pop music, a lot of times it's not like the songs are bad. It's that the style in which they're actually <clears throat> executed is boring. So um, children of Bodom did a cover of uh, oops. I did it again, which is fucking great. Uh, it's one of my favorite like pop covers of all time. When I went on my third date with Becca, we went to see the band Amazing Love, and they did a cover of um, Living La Vida Loca. And that song, done in a metal or pop way, in my opinion, is like one of the best songs ever fucking written. It's awesome. I love it. So like when I hear a different version of Genie in a Bottle, when that one doesn't really do a whole lot for me, uh, the other version does. So again, it's if, if you were to hear a Britney Spears song and you like any part of it, melody or whatever, or like that whack... Uh, fucking electronic piece of of uh, toxic you might like it if someone plays a metal version of it or you might like it if someone played a punk version of it or whatever so a lot of times it can just be the difference in style that really sells it to people if you're not into the pop way of uh you know the pop version of of any of them i the the first like three she has like three songs back to back that bore me to shit what a girl wants that song is like corny, uh, but I do prefer these songs to like Britney's shitters, like uh, Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman. That song is like eternal shitter for me. Uh, I Turn to You, uh, that's what I consider like boner killer music. Uh, Come on over, baby, all I want is you. Uh, it picks back up, gets the blood flowing, and I think I actually like might blast that song while driving. So yeah, she's definitely, Christina Aguilera is the sexiest of them. There is sex constantly through her her music uh she probably has the widest vocal range she hits some notes that are so ridiculous a lot of time it just makes me laugh but it actually like her transition into other things like the burlesque style stuff or the spanish stuff she has like an opportunity to do that because of her vocal style that not that britney doesn't have that mandy moore doesn't have that the spice girls didn't have she's the one who was like able to do it and i didn't realize she like did a full spanish record so early in her career it was like right after her debut before um uh what was the third one fucking yeah strip before that one there was another one in, be in between which was like a completely spanish it wasn't just like one spanish song the whole album is spanish um so yeah she she definitely uh pivoted her career multiple times with the music she was doing and the style that she was working on and it works for her she is talented there's a music video for Candyman, which is fucking also awesome like i would say like that music video was a work of art it's not crazy like dirty it's not crazy dirty like dirty the dirty stuff is like in the song, in the uh, lyrics, because it's like this upbeat song, and it has like a 1950s video. But then there's like a bunch of dirty shit thrown in about how the dude's making her panties drop and stuff. But uh, yeah, she she is talented. Uh, I don't remember. I never watched The Voice, so I don't know whatever came out of there from her. But um, she might be my second favorite of the week. Rob, what do you think of Christina? 
I'm giving Christina number one for the week. Mm. Okay, so Genie in a Bottle. I I had that song in my head for part of or part of this week. So uh, it's it's probably like my, uh, uh, you know, it's a catchy song. Uh, but then like um, you, you so uh, yeah, you, you, you're talking about Genie 2.0, and then I think on the two, 2022 uh, album Aguilera, she, there's like a clip of of uh, Genie in a Bottle in there. And that kind of hurts. Like, there's some like one of my pet peeves about music is like the fans expect you to never fucking change and grow up, and I fucking hate that. I I, I love I'd ra- in in that sense I'd rather be a comedian and have the expectation I'm gonna have a different fucking career, uh, album every fucking year and you know move on. Because when I hear that like she's still holding on to genie in a bottle, like I get like sad or something. I don't like how that feels. But uh, I don't know uh, if if she's all right with it, then then I'm happy for her. Uh, yeah, Gen- Genie in a Bottle contrasted to Dirty like rubs me the wrong way. So Genie in a Bottle is like my hormones are raging, but not tonight. You got to rub me the right way. I got to like what you do, and like Dirty is like if you're not down, then you're you're not here to party, and that's a big problem. And it's just like I either. Either you, you, this person had a a, a big like contrast, uh, or, or like you know, uh, or more likely, the 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 people above you who are writing the songs have no fucking values, and it's just like okay, we got one song here for the Christian fucking mothers of America, we have one song for the opposite fucking for the Bronissants. Uh, mm-hmm. I I don't know. It's it's to me when I hear opposite songs like that, I I assume money grab and I assume no fucking values. But I I don't really hate Christina for that. I don't think. I think uh, I think. Uh, trying to make a living in this world is fucking hard, and especially I think in like late '90s, it's like, uh, uh, y- y- yeah, you, you kind of did what uh, uncomfortable things to make your money, and um, I don't know, yeah. There's a there's a saying somewhere in uh, fucking Europe. I think they say something like, "They've never seen their grandma's boobs." What that phrase means is like in that part of the world, like uh, you, like nudity is more open, whether that's gross or not. What you, you, everyone has the expectation that if you date someone and marry someone, that person is going to become old at some point. You are too, and so it's just kind of like enjoy that young person while you're both young, and you know, and that you're only going to have it for a short period, and then it's over. Uh, and then, like I think. Um, Mexico and some other parts of the world have something similar where like I've seen uh, news reporters who are 40 years old, they're dressed well, they speak professionally, clearly, and they still have a career, you know, uh, but like America, I don't think you see as much as the, of that. You're like, you're, if you're a 24 year old woman, you're too old and your career is over. I think that's fucking insane. And uh, so I, I don't know. I'm just speculating that uh, maybe that's why Christina like pivoted and went, uh, uh, you know, uh, because I think the reason I'm giving Christina number one is I, her 2022 album is my favorite out of all of the stuff that I, uh, you know, listen to, you know, the 2022 album, you know, there's a lot of reggaeton, reggaeton on there. And I like reggaeton, or at least I like it better than fucking 98 pop music. Uh, you know, I listen to J Balvin. I listen to uh, fucking bad bunny fucking, I don't know. I like it. So, uh, I think it's cool that Christina still has a career still going. Um, 
And, and if America is too, like, uh, fucking cruel to people who are past 24, then I think, you know, she uh, w- went, went to a place where she can still make good music. And she is an awesome singer. I think she probably is the best of the four. Like, you listen to uh, Come On Over. Like, that's a song, like, I'm punched in the face by the harmonies in that song, the vocal harmonies in that song. So one, one point I want to make, like, old music, like jazz, like, they, 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 there's all kinds of uncomfortable chords in jazz, like flat fifths and like stuff like, uh, uh, so like I, I, I hear come on over baby and the, the, the vocal harmonies are so strong. I'm kind of impressed or flabbergasted that, that, that there's, there's so much of it because it kind of punches me in the face with how uncomfortable it is. It, I mean, it works. It, it's in, you know, it's sung fucking perfectly, but like, I don't know. Uh, somebody once told me that like modern music, like every fucking year we use the, like the diversity in chords is less and less and less. It's all power chords. It's all the most tonic, like bland shit. So when I hear come on over baby, like I just, I, I think Christina's probably the best singer of, 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 that, that we listened to this week. Um, yeah, I, we talked about Dirty a little bit. Uh, I, I like Dirty a lot, but I also, uh, the song's a little bit too monotone for me. Like it's like there's there's one note on the bass. There's there's a couple of fills on the bass. But like you know, I need a fucking chord change in there somewhere. I need a key change in there somewhere. I'm fucking dying over here. Fighter, I almost love Fighter, but I kind of hate Fighter. The 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 my 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 thing with that song is. Distorted guitar. That's my fucking primary language. I, I fucking um, like I, I have like a, a mashuga in my heart that cannot be fucking quenched. And so it's just like I want guitars so fucking loud. Uh, but yeah, Fighter has um, pop st- uh, production style, which is yeah, there's there's distorted guitars in there, but they're so quiet. You you it's like single coil pickups with the volume like down the three. It's like it's kind of marketed to me, but it's 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 marketed to the pop people who who have never heard a fucking uh, 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 distorted guitar before. So there's kind of balls to that song because Christina does have grit and all that. But yeah, I, I it's, it's like I want to hear that song uh, uh, remixed with fucking Tosin Abasi playing guitar on it or something. I don't yes. fucking know. It's I I almost love that song, but I kind of hate it. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it for me. This is the, my number one for the week. That's it. So with Fighter, yeah, I, I agree. When I, okay, when I was listening to that, I'm, I'm like, okay, like the song's good. The vocals are good. It shows that she has range in there. And then I'm like, okay, throw some electric guitar in this, like some soloing, and and I'll like you'll give me a boner. And then I'm like, wait a minute, there is guitar in this song. And then yeah, like you have to listen, but it is in there. So then I was like, okay, put it in the forefront and you'll give me a boner. But it is in there, yeah. Crank it up, put some lead in there, uh, and and I'll be all over it. Uh somebody left a comment on the song and says the song will never get old. Anyway, um, another song, uh, Ain't No Other Man. That's like a very Christina Aguilera style song, right? Like I said before, like there are songs that Britney Spears and Mandy Moore could not pull off. That is one of them. Um, and songs like that are like what set her apart from the other ones. So when we talk about Mandy Moore, there's going to be a point where she's like, okay, I'm kind of being seen as a kid and I want to be seen as an older person. I don't know if the dirty video was the point where Christina Aguilera was like, okay, I kind of want to dial it back from that. In 2023, I'm still going to say that the fucking dirty video is straight up out of control. Like, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I don't care about that shit. Nothing offends me. But when I see it, I'm like, this shit 
is fucking whack. Even in 2023, it's fucking whack. Uh, so I don't know if, if she was like, okay, I, I kind of want to go back away from, from where this went off the deep end. I kind of want to crawl out of the pool and see, you know, what else there is. I don't know. Uh, I don't follow her or anything, but there are points where I'm like, okay, yeah, this could be a turning point where someone's like, okay, I did it. I don't really want to do that anymore. There's a difference between like, you know, uh, uh, the, uh, Moulin Rouge stuff, like the burlesque stuff, and dirty. Like she's wearing assless chaps and dirty. Yes. So like that, yes. I don't know. The fucking video is great, and yeah, many people have jerked off to it. But like, even like, I'm still able to, you know, objectively be like, this shit is out of control. Um. So yeah, this uh, greatest hits is more in line with when the songs were released, which they might have been able to kind of give it a different flow if they had adjusted stuff like the Britney's one had. She had a song with Ricky Martin, uh, Nobody Wants to Be Lonely, which is actually a pretty decent song. And it was only on the international version, so it's not on here. The international versions, the Japanese versions, they get all the good extra shit. The stuff over here, just they like, fuck you. Um, oh, yeah. So in the, the last four songs on this, uh, I brought up their covers or their new songs. And they're actually kind of like the most interesting part almost of this entire uh, collection. Uh, the the uh the song um uh what was it reflection by uh, that was on the mulan soundtrack is actually pretty decent too but it's not here um but yeah so i i don't think so she jumohan asked about if she's as, as successful as britney spears she's not i mean they're both over the 100 million club so it's like it doesn't really fucking matter but britney spears now the the numbers that i had were from uh, wikipedia and you can literally read three different wikipedia pages and they will all all talking about the same thing and they will all say something different one will have number one one will have number two one will have number three but they're both they're all referencing the same shit so the it said that she had back-to-back -back diamond albums and that's more than like that's what uh 40 million copies or something like that so yeah she did sell more not that it fucking matters um but yeah she did um anything else i want to talk about here i don't know yeah the two two new songs towards the end keeps getting better um that was written for this uh brings the heat it fucking sounds good dynamite is the one after that they sort of started off the the whole greatest hits with it instead of kind of burying these at the end it's the other original from the collection again they could have just like mixed them up a bit and would have given it a different flow and so it just kind of feels like stiff that they're just there because this came out in 98 this came out in 99 this came out in 2000 so it just goes in that order but anyway yeah she's very talented uh, I would never watch the fucking voice or whatever to see what she's like. Jomo says she's eating too many fucking donuts these days. But churros. Yeah, she, churros. She, yeah, churros, okay. But yeah, she, vocally, she she is very, very talented. The triple threat, as they said in, in the blurb. Um, all right, let's read a couple of YouTube comments. Sorcerer says, no one could deny Christina and Brittany just had it in their time. Beautiful voices, great videos, and amazing bodies. They ruled. Both of these two, their bodies are fucking off the charts. Uh, next one says, I don't think anyone can deny Christina was insanely hot during this era. Her tan, her smoky eyeshadow, her barely there clothes, and of course her distinct vocal tone were all irresistibly captivating. And I, like millions, couldn't take my eyes off her. A true entertainer for sure. Uh, next comment, no matter how many times you listen, it's, it still feels fresh. Next one says, I really feel sorry for people who missed out on this era of pop i remember coming home from school watching this on mtv and lastly dirty shock the whole world she was criticized left and right but it became iconic as it is today the new generation has no idea how huge this was back in the day anything anyone wants to say about christina aguilera 
I don't think she had as much controversy compared to Britney. I like, I don't think that she had any public meltdowns and uh, I don't know what to attribute that to, but you know, good on her. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. This is a giant cock. <laughs> All right, let's spin the wheel. Big ass titty. Yo, legit though, I think Christina is like the hottest out of all of them. Out of all these singers this week. I don't, some of the Spice Girls are smoking fucking hot. Mm, I'll get into that in a little bit. Oh, the... Uh, the British look. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bro, I peed like... It was just like a stream of... Like, Fire hose. Bro, it just would not stop. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what you been doing? Mm-hmm. What you been doing this week? Um, but not much. Becca's been out of town. She went to Wisconsin for a wedding. Why didn't you go with? Uh, I don't know. She drove over there to so. Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, or Michigan? Not- no, I think it's Wisconsin. Wh- or who, Michigan. Who drives to Wisconsin? Or wait, where's that? Maybe it was Michigan. The glove. What is the glove? That that's Michigan. Okay, then it must have been Michigan, yeah. Where the fuck is Wisconsin? It's the Bob other Michigan. side of the... <laughs> oh, yeah. I think she went to Michigan then. Why the fuck? Who drives to Michigan? Just take a flight. I don't know. She drove over there. <clears throat> She's probably sick of your shit and just had to drive to get, to get, <laughs> to get her... No, she asked me if I wanted to go, but... To get you know, her... And if we, both, if we both go somewhere for like a week, that means we have to inconvenience people and ask them to come feed the cats. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> that's all. Okay, we ready to move on? Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're gonna talk about Manny Moore, which is good because last time when we did the the uh, the pop bands, we ended on ninety eight degrees, which was like the wet fart of the, of the lineup. Jesus, what you want? You want to end with like a banger? Now, no, I don't mean any disrespect to Manny Moore. Okay, I don't. So she has. She's also still going. Uh, she had so real in nineteen ninety nine, which went platinum. Uh, she had Mandy Moore self-titled in 2001, which went gold. And then there's no listings for any of the other sales. So uh, coverage in 2003, Wild Hope in 2007, Amanda Lee in 2009, Silver Landings in 2020, and In Real Life in 2022. Um, uh, the best of Mandy Moore is a 14-track compilation record released in 2004, coming just over 53 minutes long. It reached number 148 on the U.S. Billboard 200 charts. Uh, and the compilation is mostly a collection of hits from 1999's So Real, 2001's Mandy Moore, and 2003's uh, coverage. Moore's, Moore's, Moore's earliest hit to be featured on the album is Candy, the first single from her debut album, So Real. I Want to Be With You was first featured on the reissue of So Real about five months after its release in 2000. So she had uh, her first album, which was called So Real in 1999, and they reissued that record with like extra tracks or something in 2000. And then she was like, this is my actual debut. Uh, The Best of Mandy Moore also contains the original song Cry and a cover of Switchfoot's Only Hope, both of which were featured on the soundtrack to A Walk to Remember, Moore's debut as a lead actress. Other covers included our have a little faith in me senses working overtime and top of the world which was featured in the film which featured in the films Stuart Little 2 Bridge to Terabithia and Surfs Up the final track in the compilation is a cover of Doris Day's Secret Love from the Mona Lisa Smile soundtrack Moore made her feature debut 
<laughs> Moore made her feature film debut in 2001 with a minor vo voice role in Dr. Doolittle 2 before playing a supporting role in the comedy The Prince's Diaries. She received recognition for her starring role in 2002 romantic drama A Walk to Remember. Uh, her subsequent film credits include 2004's Chasing Liberty and Saved, 2005's Racing Stripes, 2007's Because I Said So, and Licensed to Wed, 2011's Love, Wedding, Marriage, 2017's 47 Meters Down, 2018's The Darkest Minds, and 2019's Midway. Uh, Moore also voiced Rapunzel in the 2010 Disney animated fantasy musical film Tangled. From 2016 to 2022, she starred as Rebecca uh, Pearson in the NBC family drama series This Is Us, receiving nominations for a Golden Globe Award and a Primetime Emmy Award. In 2019, Moore was awarded a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. As of 2009, she has sold over 2.7 million albums in the U.S., according to billboard. So yeah, Manny Moore is nowhere near on the status of Christina Aguilera or Britney Spears. Uh, not to be rude. If they're like triple a, she's like double a or single a just on sales wise. She's still talented. I think she's great. A lot of people referred to her music, at least the earlier stuff as bubblegum pop, which candy 100% I can see being called bubble bubblegum pop. Um, when I watch the video for Candy, like it makes me feel weird because she is so young in that video. And I know there are creeps out there watching it and like jacking off to it. Do you guys remember that movie Cuties that came out? It was like this huge thing on Netflix. It became this huge controversy. It was about these young girls doing um, gymnastics or something. And it was pretty much people were like, yeah, like per like pedos are just like subscribing to Netflix to jerk off to this movie. Um, right. So... Uh, she, I was saying that she wanted to change the direction of her career relatively early. And I can see like with having a, a song like candy uh, being like, I want people to view me as relatively older. That is like, again, the bubble begum pop thing that you might put out a song when you're like 15 or 16 or whatever. You want to be taken more seriously. You want to do more like adult style things. Uh, I just mean like musically, not, you know, in media or whatever. Um, but try to kind of get out of that and not just always be seen like that for the rest of her life. So she is the underdog of the group here. She still has hits. She made a full career of music and acting. She's still putting out music. She was married to some famous rock musician for a while. I can't remember what his name was. They split at one point. She is now married to another rock musician and like they make music together. So now she has someone to write with and record with and, and all that kind of stuff. So she's doing more stuff with them. Um, I'm going to say like when I hear like the early Mandy Moore stuff, the only word I really have for it is like adorable. I look at this shit and I'm like, yo, you were young. You, you put some shit out. It caught on. You made some money from it. Like good for you. You did well. Um, she is beautiful. You can look at the cover of her greatest hits. Uh, and I'm proud of her because it's like when you have people like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera that are like these huge, like behemoths, more Christina now. Right, Jomo? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The fuck you, anyway. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, because she's fat, bro. Fuck you. you Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's hard to like, you know, when you see like these people kind of in the same line of work as you and there's no catching up to them, but still doing it, still, you know, putting it out there, trying whatever. She did well. She has tons of fans. Some of her videos still have 20, 30, 40, 50 million views. Uh, she was in the movie A Walk to Remember, which apparently makes everybody on fucking planet Earth cry. I haven't seen that movie. I don't think I might have seen it a while ago. Um, but yeah, anyway, she did well. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people like men who 
so I think that there's like overlap with some of the Christina stuff, overlap with some of the Britney stuff that, with other types of music. I don't really know how many people who like Rob or, or Jomo who listen to a lot of metal or hard rock or whatever you guys listen to now uh, have any would listen to this and be like, yeah, I don't, I don't give two fucks about it. But, uh, it, you know, I don't know. I respect the woman. Uh, she does have like her best song is a song called In My Pocket. Uh, best Manny Moore song by a fucking mile. Uh, and it's funny that like everybody here, it's like they have a, they have a quota for at least one Latin song in their discography. They all fucking have it. Even Mandy Moore, who's like this young, uh, skinny white girl, she still has to have the the Latin style song in there somewhere. Got to enunciate more. The line is nothing but pennies in my pocket. She does not announce it, uh, enunciate it properly. It sounds like nothing but pennies in my pocket. And I'm definitely not the first person to fucking hear that. Rob, what do you think of Mandy Moore? Uh, so I had trouble connecting with uh, th- this uh, artist, so I'm giving her number four. I know that, like, I think it was Walk Me Home struck me the wrong way. There's, like, smooth jazz chords in it that rubbed me the wrong way. So Real, I was hoping was a Jeff Buckley cover, and it wasn't. Um, I don't know if I had anything else to say about this. I uh, I don't know. This was kind of a rough week for me. Fourth place, that's it. So real, I think is funny because again, like Mandy Moore is this young, skinny white girl. In the beginning, she's like, oh, oh, like she's a rapper nice. or some shit. And I love it. Like it's fucking adorable. I don't care. Anyway, uh, the song moves. So like I'll blast that fucking song, whatever. Not my favorite. I'm not calling it a shitter either. Oh, and it's there's a comment on that song that says, once upon a time, there was an innocent and magical time called the late 90s and early 2000s. Bitch, have you fucking seen the dirty video? Anyway, mm, uh, some, mm. someone says someone says she's the perfect example of how a beautiful, classy woman doesn't need to be showing a bunch of skin to be gorgeous. Wish there were more of her. Yeah, and she does. I will say that is that is, she is an example of that. Uh, the song after is called I Want to Be With You. This is the stuff I'm also calling a musical boner killer. Uh, it's like, you got to bring the heat, not the sleep, especially for the fucking greatest hits. But that video has 23 million views. So like, what the fuck do I know? There's songs that I've heard. I'm like, yo, I don't care about the song. I look at the view count. There's 10,000 comments. Everyone's like, oh, I love this song. It's my favorite, whatever. There is one of her songs called Cry. And I know that, so I assume she is talking from her point of view, seeing a guy cry, not from a guy's point of view, seeing her cry. And all I want to say is, I don't know what dude cried and inspired this fucking song, but you need to, okay, this is what you do. All right. Everything that would make you sad, you ball it up. Okay. You cram it down as far as it goes. You die at 35 years old from a stress-related heart attack, like everybody else on fucking earth (laughs) or 45. If you, if you're lucky to make it to the forties. Oh, also the melody of the song, uh, cry is stolen from wonderful tonight by, uh, Eric Clapton. Jomo, what do you think about me anymore? Why are you gay? Is my first question. Um, my second uh, thing is my technical opinion about uh, Manny Moore is it's just mediocre music for Hollywood Five at best. Um, she has too much confidence for an A cup, bro. I don't like it. Um, she, she, it's just it's not good. It's not good. Um, and I, she's not talented, so I want to know who does she have to bang for this record deal? Like, does she get Weinstein? <clears throat> what happened exactly? I, I was wondering if she just has rich parents. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Her music was fucking sick. stinks. It just, <laughs> I would. Ah, that, that's why I know why Rob caped it short and sweet. He's like, I, Rob is such a nice person. He just goes, I'm, I'm gonna avoid. <laughs> I'm gonna let Jomo do what Jomo does. 
And nice. I'm just going to, you, you're just like, you're like the guy who steps aside and lets people train wreck themselves. And I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> she, she, I would think she was a better singer if she had a, uh, like a decent cup size. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right, yeah. you know what, you know what I was actually thinking, Jomo? Yeah. Well, what's up? When I watched some of her videos, when she has like an A cup, I'm not talking about like candy. I'm talking about when she's over 18 and I'm like, I'm what? looking at it and I was just like, why do women who have an A cup, like, why do they bother wearing a bra anyway? Like, isn't that like more embarrassing? It, like you don't need it. It, it. They have to keep the illusion up just like they keep the illusion up with extensions, eyelashes, makeup, high heels, uh, a waist trainer, you name it. Like they, they just, <laughs> they have to keep Spanks. up, keep up the facade. Let's keep it going. Let's keep lying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, you know, even with that, she has definitely has this girl next door look. Uh, yeah. The girl that you cheat on with her friend. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, none of the songs stood out to me. She was just like, it's it's just not, it's just whatever, man. She's kind of this whatever person. And I, I give her like last place for the week. I agree with Mr. Rob Fortune. Um, I kind of wish, just like I'll walk to remember, she would fade back into obscurity. <laughs> and, oh, and I, I gonna, never I get to see her again. Else. Mm-hmm. This is a giant cock. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, half of this greatest hits is like is kind of lame. If if you the thing about like being in like the pop world, display NSYNC or or InSync or the Backstreet Boys, whatever, it's that the the music style is already going to be perceived by everybody to be lame as shit. So you got to come with the bangers, right? Like the bye bye byes. You want you want like the the like Backstreet's back. You want to be coming out to fireworks and like everyone getting hyped up and all that shit. You don't want to be coming out to like 98 degrees, you know, singing, doing a cover of the Goo Goo Dolls or whatever, like singing to the drunk housewives or whatever, because it's fucking boring. It's like, you're already in something that it's very easy to be put into that boring category. The whole pop thing. You got to come out with the bangers. You need the toxics. You need the fucking dirties. You need those shits to get the blood pumping. Not these fucking ballads or whatever get the fuck out of here with ballads anyway i still i like mandy Moore. i don't care i would listen to this uh i don't hate her she probably does end up dead last or whatever but still she had a good career good for her um couple youtube comments first the 90s and early 2000s will remain iconic for me next one says the fact that she went on to be both a disney villain and a disney princess plus uh, emmy winner is just fantastic love mandy next one says this feels like a hug from an old friend uh Next comment. The nostalgia is real as a middle-aged millennial. This made me finally understand why boomers sometimes tear up when they hear songs from their childhood. Jomo, hit the bruh thing on the soundboard. Bruh. Exactly. That's my reaction to that comment. Last one says, I love her sweet voice and the album was wonderful as well. So, yeah. I don't know. She did a good job. She did did the best she could with what she had. But yeah, I I agree with Jomo because I didn't look up her, any of her past how did she get picked to be a singer? I'm just curious. Not like I'm not shitting on her. Like, how did she get picked to be a singer? Did she have like a rich, rich parent? Hey, listen. Did she get wine? Did I'll, she get Weinstein? I'll tell you. I'll tell you how. Just listen. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. But... All right, all right, and uh, we're gonna ra- we're gonna round everything out with the Spice Girls. I hate you, Jomo. <laughs> uh, okay. You better shut Ready? your mouth, or I'm gonna fuck it. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Spice Girls Greatest Hits is a 15-track compilation record released in 2007, coming just under 55 minutes long, and reached number two on the UK albums chart. The compilation is mostly a collection of hits from 1996's Spice, 1997's Spice World, and 2000's Forever, and includes two new songs, Headlines, Friendship Never Ends, and Voodoo. So yeah, the Spice Girls have three records. 
96 is Spice, 97 Spice World, and then Ginger Spice, Jerry Hallowell left after that, and then they made uh, the, their last record, uh, Forever, in 2000 without her. The five Spice Girls. Ginger Spice is Jerry Hallowell. Sporty Spice is Mel C. Posh Spice is Victoria Adams, who married David Beckham, who is a soccer player. Uh, Scary Spice is Mel B. And Baby Spice is Emma Bunton. Uh, the first album to be released in seven years was supported by an accompanying world tour. It sold 1.7 million copies by the end of 2007 and was the world's best single excuse me, was the world's best-selling girl group album that year. Joma, how many girl groups are there? Big girl groups are there in 2007? Um, I don't know, but they're getting 77 cents on the dollar to their male uh, <laughs> boxing okay. group. Uh, in August two, 2012, after the Spice Girls' performance at the 2012 Summer Olympics in London, the greatest hits re-entered the top 10, 20, and 30 of most major charts worldwide. In the early 1990s, Bob and Chris... Oh, so when I posted that picture of the five Spice Girls, uh, this one here, uh, singing. Mm -hmm. I was looking at this and I'm like, how in the name of fuck did these five people find each other to be in a group together? They are all like different ethnicities, pretty much. They're from Europe. So you got a bunch of shit going on over there. They're all wearing different colors. They have different hairstyles. They have different skin tones. I'm like, how the fuck did the five of these ever people ever come in contact with each other? So I had to look it up. So in the early 1990s, Bob and Chris Herbert, the father and son duo of heart management, decided to create a girl group to compete with the boy bands who dominated UK pop music at the time. They envisioned an act comprising uh, five strikingly different girls who would each appeal to a different audience. In February 1994, heart management placed an advertisement in the trade paper asking for singer auditions for an all-female pop band. Approximately 400 women attended the audition in March 1994. So these Five ladies did not find each other natively like many bands do. It was like a a whole fucking thing to get them together. On uh, May 31st, 1998, Jerry Hallowell announced her departure from the Spice Girls. The announcement was preceded by days of frenzied press speculation after Hallowell miss missed two concerts in Norway and was absent from a performance on the national lottery draws, Hallowell first cited creative differences and later said that she was suffering from exhaustion and disillusionment. Rumors of a power struggle with Mel B circulated in the press. Hallowell's de departure shocked fans and became one of the biggest entertainment news stories of the year, making news international headlines. The four remaining members were adamant that the group would carry on. In November 2000, the Spice Girls released their third and final album, Forever, with an edgier R&B sound. It received lukewarm reviews. Um, Forever achieved only a fraction of the sales of its predecessor, selling 2 million copies. The Spice Girls ceased promo promotional activities in December 2000 as they began an indefinite hiatus to concentrate on their solo careers. They insisted that the group was not splitting. Uh, the plan to reform and release a greatest hits had long been speculated by the media, but its planned release was first confirmed by Mel B in June 2005. She said, we'll get back together because we all want to. I know everyone is up for it. There's going to be a greatest hits album, and we've got loads of new songs that no one has heard yet. In 2007, rumors arose again about the group's reunion. Mel C commented about the rumors, saying, for the first time ever, there is some truth to the rumors. It could happen, but it would just be a very short space of time uh, for a final goodbye and a thank you to the fans. She added that when 
They came to decide whether they would regroup or not. The singer was the last to make her decision as she was scared we couldn't do it again. And it was a weird time of my life. I had a lot of personal shit to get over after the Spice Girls. The artwork for the greatest hits features a jewel encrusted logo, which pays homage to their debut album. The jewels were designed by David Morris and each letter represents a member of the group. S is... The S is made from amber and represents Victoria Beckham. The P is made from ruby and represents Emma Bunton. The I is made from diamond and represents Mel C. The C is made from amethyst and represents Jerry Hallowell. And the E is made from emerald and represents Mel B. According to a source, they wanted something simple and stylish. Rob, what do you think of the Spice Girls? Um, so let's see. The wannabe music video is bonkers. I I'm really impressed. Uh, okay, so this kind of music, yeah. So again, like gibberish lyrics uh i really want really really want to zig a zig ah i don't fuck you <laughs> uh, yeah. anyways uh what else do i want to say here uh, uh friendship <laughs> ends uh so i have an issue with like over idealized uh like friendship fucking does end but i, I guess uh this is kind of my issue with pop music because i'm a philosopher in my fucking bones so like don't fucking tell me anything lasts forever. We all fucking die. That's me, fucking nihilistic and fucking bitter. But anyway, yeah, this 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 music is okay. It's not for me third place. God dang. So the whole zig, zig a zig ah thing, I think that they're trying, you know how in the 90s with Seinfeld, they wanted to say like jerking off or having sex, but they couldn't, so they would have to put in yeah. another word for it. I think yeah. they're just making up different words to be able to say it. That um, makes sense. Yeah. So these girls kind of have the setup to be like the lady beastie boys of pop music, which I like, especially in wannabe. There are times, well, in many of the songs, they, they kind of jump in at different points and it, it works really well. They have this opportunity that the solo acts before like don't have. Um, also, I'm in love with all five Spice Girls. They're also all gorgeous. We need to figure out they're in great shape. They're beautiful. We need to figure out how to make women of the 2000s uh, get like look up to them and want to be like them and look like them and work out and don't just eat trash all day. And we get the normal uh, weight of a woman, which is now like 155 pounds or 160 pounds. And we get that shit all the way back down to 120. Mm, solid. So anyway, um, so, okay. So of, the, of like the, of the big hits, <laughs> yo, you're on fire. Nice. Of the big hits, yo, wannabe banger. Uh, so the, the music video is, is done in one shot. It shows that they're having like a lot of fun together. There's this part where like they're running and they're like holding hands and laughing together. And it just like feels natural. Uh, again, I just love when they're taking different parts of the song. Like they're, 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 they have the way of doing the beastie boys things and they do do it but like if you think if you compare any of this stuff to like sabotage by the beastie boys they do it so much fucking better um so of their other big hits they had say you'll be there which that music video is like legit fap worthy as well it's not insane like dirty uh but again i'm gonna say that 90s and 2000s women are not the same as 2020s women um oh and whoever's like ripping a harmonica in that song and hitting the chimes you're, you're doing God's work for it. Mm. Uh, spice off your life. Eternal banger. Don't give a shit when anyone says I will blast that shit in my car if and when it comes on. And then one of the other bigger hits that they had, uh, who do you think you are? I'm also going to award it banger status, but it's not on the level of wannabe or spice up your life. Um, but it's also a song. You roll into a party and, and it's like dying. You throw that shit on. You got an instant party. It's, it's, it's coming back to life. Uh, there's horns in there. Bass is popping. So there's a bunch of shit going on in the mix here. It's 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 interesting. These these people in general are interesting, and they're just hot as fuck. Uh, Jomo, what do you think of the Spice Girls? Um, first critique: Why are British sevens American fours? <laughs> like, 
It's like uh, shut the fuck they, up. They're British sevens, but like on an American scale, because we're vastly a better country. They're fours mm-hmm. in our country, right? Mm-hmm. And here's here's what I want to really like. Rob was going deep, but I want to go deep into the <laughs> rabbit hole. All right, what are they trying to sell? And say you'll be there. Um, it's like it, it. It feels like a trap, gentlemen. It, it's really a fucking trap, and I think everyone should be aware of it. They're saying just be there, and I'll take care of you. They won't. It's it's this fake agreeable personality that they put up on first. Then they they tell you, hey, we're gonna take care of you if you're just there for you, and you stay mm-hmm. consistent. And then they, you know, mm-hmm. they get lazy. They they stop mm-hmm. doing. They start doing less and wanting more, and all this crazy crap. Don't believe it. The Spice Girls are full of shit. And I love how contradictory wannabe is in like real life because these bitches would sell out for the right guy. Like they'd be like, friendship is forever. Yeah, friendship is conditional. For these temperamental lunatics, okay? They will fucking drop their bitches at a dime if it meant that they got with, you know, someone like, oh, let's say uh, David Beckham, all right? So um, all of them are easily fuckable except for Sporty Spice. Um, she just doesn't do it for me. She's like, she's, ugh, it's just like a tube of paste. It's just not good. Uh, <laughs> Surprisingly, they all have straight teeth. That's a plus. Um, mm-hmm. It's a good nice. job for the English record executives. Uh, the investment Ooh. paid off well. And I'll just say, like, all these fucking hits. I'll tell you what, you know, if you want to be, like, it was just annoying cunt energy. And I would say... <laughs> yeah, you mean girl power, yeah. Th- this whole no, girl, I know. girl I know power shit. Um, first of all, we will take away your right to vote in a heartbeat. Just keep... <laughs> keep Keep fuck, keep fucking up and see what happens. It's it's gonna happen. It will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's let's wrap it up. And I'll say this: I end up by saying this. It must be an honor for Victoria Beckham to suck David Beckham's dick. She mm-hmm. should feel lucky, and she should feel like she's doing the world a huge favor because, God damn it, um, someone will. And that's mm-hmm. that's all I got to say. The Spice Girls, they're fucking sellouts. So my my buddy was recently listening to the REM greatest hits, right? And he said that they had to be scraping the bottom for some of the songs that they put on it. When I hear the song Mama, that's how I feel about this collection. Like, yeah, it's a Spice Girls hit, but like, good Lord, it bores me to tears. I'm going to read you the description of the song. This is what Wikipedia, this is how Wikipedia describes Mama. Ready? Mama is a pop ballad written in the key of A flat major and is set in the time signature of common time and moves at a moderate tempo of 100 beats per minute. The song is constructed in a verse chorus form with a bridge bef- before the third chorus and its instrumentation comes from keyboards, a rhythm guitar, a cello, and a violin. It's like, even if you had no clue that that was the composition for this song, like your eyes would already be glazed the fuck over just because of how boring it sounds. Like even the fucking description of the song is boring as shit. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that song sucks. And it's like, yeah, I get it was a hit, so it's on the greatest hits, but just put it, make it the last song, so I never, so I don't have to waste my time skipping it. Mm-hmm. Another song on here called "Stop," one of the catchiest songs, was stuck in my head for a bit this week. I gotta watch out though, like I don't want to get caught humming that shit around town. Uh, but there's a horn section in there that's that's uh, doing God's work again. Good for you. And then uh, one of the last songs I'm going to talk about, or the last I'm going to talk about, "Holler" is from. Uh, why wouldn't it be called "Holla"? Anyway, there, you know, you know, people in in britain they use like hard r's on everything you know what i mean um mm-hmm. anyway so they do they really do anyway <laughs> so i hate Joe. it's from the third <laughs> record which is the one without ginger spice uh, but i can see like when i hear it it's like yeah i still see fans loving this and i'm not surprised to see comments 
Uh, like this one from a song from Forever. Someone says, most underrated Spice Girl song, in my opinion, one of my all-time favorites. I'm going to guess that whole record is probably underrated because people are like, oh, no, Ginger Spice, no Spice Girls. I'm not going to listen to it. Are there good songs in there? I don't know. Fucking probably. Uh, there's only one or two of them on this. But uh, yeah, people are going to like it because it's the fucking underdog shit. Let's read some YouTube comments and get the fuck out of here. First, if you're listening to this in 2023, you're not alone. Next one says, I love how all the ladies shared the vocals, unlike a lot of the groups. There's a great harmony in that. Next comment. I listened to them as a kid. As an adult now, I finally realize how much of a smoke show Scary Spice is. She is fucking hot as fuck, Melby. Uh, she has so much charisma while performing and has a great voice. Those girls were like Sailor Moon. The world is at their feet. Spice Girls was a movement, not just a group. It's actually insane how big these ladies were. Uh, and then lastly, Spice Girls were so iconic. Someone take me back to those days. So anyway, there's some female pop singers of the late 90s, early 2000s. Rob, what are we listening to next week? Uh, shit, I got a, it's like a compilation episode. I'll, I'll put it in the chat. Okay. Can't wait. Leave Brittany alone! Remember that fucker? Yeah, of I course. do. All right. So it was a pleasure. Take care. Have a good weekend. Bye.